0: the things that happen in our life do not seem like opportunities and they are not the path that we would have chosen. Um, And in fact, as I've been uh, learning to walk with the Lord and even on a daily basis, my days never look like what I think they will look like. Um, And so (laughs) I've just been learning to expect the Lord to lead me and ask him to lead me. But to try to remove what I think that should look like from the equation. So instead of saying, you know, um, Lord, lead me. And this is what I think I'm going to do today. To try to just give that up to the Lord. Um, And (laughs) I'll have to be honest. It's a struggle. Because every time, you know, I have the things that I need to do that day. Or that I think I need to do. Especially when I'm in the middle of, um, you know, a conference and sharing videos and things like that. It's like, okay, well, these are things that I have to do for it. Uh, but I want to make sure that I'm bringing those before the Lord and saying, hey, you know, here's what I think I need to do today. But if you don't want me to do that,
1: or if you want to change the things that I have, you know, change them. I want to do what you want me to do. Um, with that, our our next spe- speaker,
0: Krista Nichols, uh, one of the things that she shares is how her plan <laughs> uh, was not what the Lord had for her, and
1: um, you know, he completely redirected her in something, and it wasn't what she would have chosen. Um, so I'm excited for you to hear from Krista and just her journey and her uh, story of walking with the Lord um,
0: in her life and in business and with her family. Krista. So glad you could join me. Um, so first of all, I just want to get like a 32nd intro to who you are and what do you do? Sure. Well, my name is Krista
2: Nichols. I live in Iowa with my husband and two kids and I'm a copywriter for digital marketing. So I write sales funnel, copy emails, ad copy and I help people with their offers and messaging.
0: Awesome. Um, how, well, a couple questions, how old are your kids and then how long have you been doing this?
2: Sure. Our kids are, um, 16 and 14. So we've got two, two driving drivers in the house. I never have to drive myself anywhere anymore. It's the greatest. Um, and I have been an entrepreneur or doing my own thing ever since college. Like I've never done the traditional work outside of the home thing. I've been doing copywriting for a little over a year, uh, but I'm a trained journalist, so I've always kind of been a writer and have done everything from graphic design and web design to uh, digital marketing, Facebook ads management, and everything in between. So
0: That's awesome. So a lot of people... Um, have some sort of thing you know where it's like on their journey that's how they got into it but you kind of started right from even from college. Um, Would you mind sharing how you got into it or what led up to that? Sure well I grew up in a really traditional home on a farm in Iowa where
2: my dad farmed and my mom stayed home and raised us kids but she always had something going on. She was an artist and so she always had a business that she ran out of her home. So I grew up in that kind of an atmosphere where our mom was home every day when we got home from school and we just had that really close knit. So I knew that that was something that I always wanted. And when my husband and I got married, we both agreed that it was important for us when we had kids to be the ones there raising our kids. And so while I was still a senior in college, I got a job working part-time in another home office of another mom. Eventually we went into business together and that transition to me working out of my home with my two kids running around and in between nap time and after bedtime and all that stuff. So that went on for probably about 16 years. I had that business. Um, and it's only just been recently that I've gone into the digital marketing arena. But yep, always kind of never did anything the traditional way. I have a college degree and I use it, uh, but I never went
0: out to do job hunting. I just kind of made my own, made my own way. Yeah, that's awesome. And I love the, the motivation behind that, you know, thinking more long-term, okay, if I have kids, I want to be able to spend time with them more so than just for, you know, this little segment of the day. Um, But yeah, I, my mom also stayed home and just having that Um, even when I was going away to go to school, it was still awesome. You know, okay, when I get home, mom's going to be there or if I need something, I can call her. So I love that. Uh, Would you mind talking a little bit about what that looked like? Um, and maybe some of the benefits, but also struggles of staying home. You know, when your kids are young, they're at home too. Um, and you're trying to manage a business also. And then, you know, whatever else is going on. Uh, oh, yeah, i talking about that. For
2: sure. Well, like I said, I worked out of another home office from a woman who had older kids, they were maybe like eight and 10, when we started working together. So when our daughter was born, I just brought her with me. And that was great. Up until I had two, and a toddler and a baby. And suddenly it was more like refereeing than actually getting work done. So I convinced her to let me try working from home and instantly, like my productivity went up because I didn't have to try to fit work into my schedule. It just went around everything else. And so I was able to get a lot more done because I could go back and forth Mm -hmm. instead of trying to sit down for one chunk of time. That just doesn't work when you have little kids. They just, they don't, they don't do that. (laughs) So I did a lot of typing with a baby on my lap. Um, We had toys in the kitchen, which was where our desk was at the time. So there were always toys in the kitchen. And um, yeah, it was challenging sometimes, but I worked a lot fewer hours then. And so that helped. And also we really were strict about like eight o'clock bedtime because that was the time of the day, basically the only time in the day where we could have that downtime just as adults ourselves as a couple um and just being able to do things outside of work or parenting that was like sacred time like you will go to sleep now thank you <laughs> because our daughter woke up at least by 6 every day until she was almost 3 so it wasn't like I could get up early to work because I was already up early <laughs> so yeah we just i mean you just do you just do what it takes where you're at right then. Yeah. So a lot of trips to the bus stop. Once the kids got older, um, once I got older, I was a lot more freed up to work during the day then. And that was, that was good. That was really when a lot of growth occurred for the business that we had at the time. And it was good. Yeah. It was good. I wouldn't change it.
0: Yeah. Thanks for sharing that too. Um, and just, uh, you know, in my season right now I have three young kids, um, but just where it's okay you know you don't need to just prioritize one thing they can work around each other and so i love hearing how that worked out for you Um, what are some ways that you think the lord has uniquely gifted you Um, maybe ways that you see those gifts even helping other people
2: well i think just being willing to be flexible and being willing to be used i am kind of a, I like uh, to be feeling like secure and safe. I like to know what's coming. I like to know what's around the next bend. Um, But uh, God consistently pulls me out of that because he knows that I would miss things that he wants me to have if I become so attached to this ideal or this idea of what my day will look like or what my year will look like. Um, Yeah. So it really, It is just a balancing act of figuring out what works for you in that stage of your life and just listening, listening to the Lord and just following and being willing. I think that's huge. Um, I've learned a lot in the last couple of years. Now that my kids are older, my business has completely changed. I've learned a lot in the last couple of years about just being willing. It's a lot less hard (laughs) and painful if you're just willing and you know tuned in and listening and able to take that next step rather than have to have it thrust upon you (laughs) you know I feel like sometimes God has had to do that to me like this is for your best this is for your good and if you won't wake up and take hold of it I'm gonna help that happen for you and it's not gonna be as smooth as if you had (laughs) been willing but I'll get you there, you know, so I'm a lot more willing to take chances and take risks with my business now than I was when my kids were smaller Yeah. because he's faithful. He's just proven that he's faithful.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> I, I love that you tied it back to his faithfulness because I mean, if we're just focused on what we're doing and, you know, trying to make things work ourselves, well then that comes with stress and anxiety because all the, you know, when our plans get changed, then it's like, Oh no, what did I do wrong? You know, but if we're, if we're trusting the Lord and his faithfulness, then it's okay, Lord, why are these plans changing? What do you want me to do next? You know, these things got canceled today. Okay. What do you want me to do with my day? Um, And tying it back to the, you know, the Lord is faithful in whatever that, the details, whatever that looks like, the ups and the downs.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I think if we cling too tightly to what we, what makes us feel safe and what makes us feel secure, we will miss chances to see how big he is. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's just, that's heartbreaking, you know, to think that you could miss something that shows how big he is in your life. I want to be willing to be a vessel for that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So you mentioned that, uh, you know, things have kind of shifted over the past couple of years as your kids are getting older and just some changes in your business. Um, So what does that look like now, you know, in this season of your life uh, with two kids who are driving and, you know, things are a little different. um, What has the Lord called you to in this season? Sure. Yeah. I mean, it
2: has been just a season, the last three years, I suppose have been a season of change and just immense growth. And it was so hard at first. Like I said, I, I, I'm pretty contented, you know, I'll just be happy in whatever situation that I'm in. And I always, I kind of prided myself on that. Like, well, I'm just happy, you know, I don't need this or that, or I don't, I don't have big goals. Um, but that was a lie. You know what I mean? I wasn't content. I was complacent. Mm -hmm. I was, I was just resting on whatever felt secure at the time. Um, about three years ago, the business that we had most of our contracts with, we did some graphic design for, uh, an auction company suddenly announced that they were retiring. As contractors, you know, that's just it. You know what I mean? The end, done. <laughs> now what? That was so unexpected and so hard because I had never once thought about business goals or a path for my future or an idea of growing my business or anything. I just was kind of just rolling along and doing what was right in front of me at the time. And so, like, like I said, sometimes it's forced upon you because that's the only way that God can get through to you. Um, and sometimes that's the best way, because if we knew we wouldn't choose it, (laughs) you know, like I said, I wouldn't have chosen the path and the total upheaval of my professional life, but I wouldn't change it at all. So, I joined some learning groups for social media because I knew that I needed to grow my business if I was losing my biggest client. So I joined some groups. One of them was Rachel Peterson's group. Eventually, I joined her mastermind and discovered that I could do more than just graphic design. I discovered that I understood digital marketing really well, that I was a good communicator. And I discovered that I could grow something and develop a business, like a real business, not just one where I was dependent on one client, but one where people would find me and and ask me for help, and I could help them um, and That was huge for me for somebody who never really had any professional goals. My dream was wife and mom, and I worked on the side to help you know provide for the family, provide extra income well at the time. My business had become the main source of income, you know? And so here I was like struggling through this, but I never wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I don't know what I'm doing. Um, But it was exactly the path that God had for us. Uh, And yeah, it's been amazing and it's been uncomfortable, but it's been really, really good. So we've completely changed our business model. My husband now works. Uh, in the business with me. He handles our original business with the graphic design. And um, I have my copywriting business, which is definitely uh, full-time, full-time, very, very, very blessed with, with this business. It's been a very, very good transition, but um, yeah, sometimes things happen that you don't expect and you think it's the end of something But really, it can be the beginning of something even better that God has for you.
0: I love that. Well, and you know, (laughs) when it's a lot of times when the Lord is leading you into something else. Well, we like we like to be comfortable and we resist change. Um, Mm -hmm. And I mean, some people, you know, would rather just you know everything changing all the time. But when it's um, when it's like, oh, this, oh, I'm not sure about this, or I have no idea where this is going. You know, like at that point where, hey. Um we're no longer we no longer need you. Okay, well now what, you know? I right, have that, no idea where this is going. Thanks. <laughs> Th- thanks guys. Yeah. Okay, 16 years. All right. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> fine. You <Yeah. laughs> know. So your husband, he just started working um with you in the business over the past few years?
2: Mm-hmm. yeah Would you mind right.
0: sharing some of that because I'm sure that was a big transition too um would you mind sharing some of maybe the ups and downs of that or what that looks totally. like for you guys
2: we love it it's not something when we first got married that we ever thought we would do um not everybody can you know what I mean you have to be willing to um have your what roles that person's gonna do and you know they're in charge of that and you're in charge of this and you have to give way and compromise, but we would not have it any other way. There's no way we could go back to not doing this together. We love it. Um, we also homeschool our kids. So that's been a huge blessing. Like we're flexible enough to do their schooling, uh, go to all of their sports events, things. I mean, we're in the bleachers no matter what time of day it is because we don't have to keep hours like a nine to five or anything. Um, we love it and honestly he's my biggest supporter without him i could never have built my own copywriting business i mean never he believed in me when we had no idea what it was going to look like when we had no idea if it was going to fly or not he would literally sit me down and say it's okay if this doesn't work but you can try you know uh, it was i mean he's just my biggest fan he's like my coach and you know, my husband and my best friend. So it's, it's been such a blessing for us. Like we live the kind of life that not very many people get to, and we don't take that for granted.
0: Yeah. I love that too. Just, and with this stage that your kids are at, um being able to, yeah, go to their events and things like that is such a blessing as I mean, <laughs> I know a lot of people when they get to that stage, everything gets so busy mm-hmm. because kids, okay, well, now kids are driving and they can go to different events and things like that. So that's such a blessing um and and it's like the Lord knew, okay, three years ago, yeah. you're about to go into this stage. all right, here this is this is what I'm gonna do for your family,
2: yeah, exactly. and I think. That has been something that's grown my faith more than anything is knowing that I don't have to know everything because God knows what he's doing and I can trust him. I may not understand it. I may not be able to figure it out right now, but I don't have to turn into a mess if something unexpected happens or I lose a client or something like that because I know he's already got it taken care of.
0: I love that. I think a lot of people, you know, whether they're believers or not, when they're in the business and entrepreneur space, you know, if a big client leaves or, you know, then it's like this, oh no, what do I do? Man, I need to spend like 10, 12, 14 hours a day or more now, you know, getting things done to try to make up for that. Um, and so it's a completely different mindset when you're like, okay, you know, I, I'm going to give this to the Lord. I'm not going to be anxious about it. I'll trust him. Um, and I think that's, that's awesome. Awesome to see too, because um, a lot of even Christian business people, you know, it's easy to get in that mindset because that's what everyone says, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. well, you need to work harder. You need to um, figure things out and yeah. so to see. No, like same thing, just in every other area of life, give it back to the Lord. Trust him. He knows what's best. Well, it's not like you're not in, you don't have that
2: moment of like, (gasps) you know, and it's definitely, it's definitely an exercise of the will to refuse to let something like that sideline you. Uh, It's definitely something that you purposefully have to decide, okay, you know based on what i know about you lord already and what i've experienced you've got this and i've always found that one change always ushers in something better that something different that he wanted and i i sometimes think after so many years of hanging on so tightly to something that was just you know really a glorified contractor's position what i missed you know, not being willing to let that go. But it's like you said, our kids were not at the stage at that time, um, that that would have really worked. Um, and my, you know, husband was still working outside the home. He had a career too. So everything just happens for a reason. And if you're willing to trust in the timing, um, it, you just can have so much peace, even in the midst of complete and total change and upheaval.
0: Um, I'm going to kind of shift gears a little bit, and I would like to hear your definition of strength. Um, I think a lot of people have different definitions, and um, so I'd like to hear, what, what is your definition of strength as a woman, and has that changed over the years? If so, how?
2: Yeah, I think it has definitely changed over the years. As a younger woman, I would have said it was somebody that has it together all the time somebody that's in control of everything that's going on around her and never is faced by difficulties. Um, But now I just, I know that that's, that's completely false. That's not strength. That's it's not true. First of all, nobody has it all under control all the time. Nobody's always has it together. I think strength is um, strength is the ability to stand confident in God's ability to handle it. It's just that, that mental capacity to let someone else be strong in your life, meaning God.
0: I love that complete opposite. (laughs) That's like the complete opposite of what you would have said earlier. Um, Oh, for
2: sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, um, and I think that that can look different in every single phase, but it's still mm-hmm. coming back to that. Okay. The, the Lord is the one who is strong and I'm going to mm-hmm. rely on him and trust him and his strength. And then that's what transfers instead of yeah. you know, me and my own. Okay.
2: Right. <laughs> I, right. I, I can
0: only take things so far and not even that well. So... <laughs> So um, I was thinking of the verse, you know, my strength is made perfect in weakness, because I think that ties a lot with what you just said. Um, Can you think of an example where you have, you know, seen that specifically work its way out in your life? Oh, for sure. Yeah.
2: About a year and a half ago, I was doing completely different things than I'm doing now. I was doing a lot of social media management and a lot of tasks that just weren't suited for me. They were just things that my my talents my skill set just did not support um and things that just did not bring me joy and i got to the point where i was really really burnt out and i would think things like i cannot imagine myself doing this until retirement i just don't think i can make it and i was working from wake up to sleep i mean literally every day 16 to 18 hours a day and um My husband found me crying on the floor one day and picked me up, you know, and he's like, this is not why we're doing this. Like this right here (laughs) that is burned out doing things that don't fulfill you. This is not why we became entrepreneurs. Um, And I knew he was right. And I knew that I had just taken on too much. And I was, you know, worried that the income wasn't going to be enough but I was miserable. So <laughs> I don't even know why I decided this was a good idea, but I basically had a complete client upheaval. A bunch of my contracts were ending and I chose not to renew them. And I I then joined some a couple of different teams for some agencies and began to learn and work under those agencies. And I discovered some things that I was really, really good at, and things got fun again. So I mean, it was, it was bad. It was not good. Like I would sit in church and cry every Sunday because that was the only time I gave myself to think about how overwhelmed I was, you know, it was like months, you know, two months of that, you know, and I was so weak, but I had to go through what didn't work to find out what did work. And when I was willing to let go of what I felt like I had to do, then I had room in my life. For the things that god wanted me to do hmm.
0: that's beautiful <laughs> i know it was in, intense in, in i tell you it, what. it doesn't sound beautiful you know you're like oh but but yeah sometimes what the lord takes us through is tough <laughs> yeah and you you want to get to the other side <laughs> right and at, at that time in my life i was like i don't i don't
2: want to be an entrepreneur mm-hmm. this is horrible i hate this i'm so sp- you know i'm so stressed out and i'm scared i'm not going to make it work and i just i just did not see it forward and if i had continued doing that there's you know it wouldn't have worked because that wasn't what i was supposed to be doing but when i let go and took a hold of the opportunities that god was bringing my way i discovered yeah i actually do want to be an entrepreneur and i'm actually good at it like when i'm doing the things that i was supposed to be doing all along um I can't imagine doing something else. You know, you have those thoughts like, okay, I'm just going to go get a job. Someone else can worry about it. Oh man, now I can't imagine. Like, I don't think I could ever be an employee, but I had to find the things that worked for me before that would make sense.
0: What would you say to someone who's in the middle of a difficult situation or, you know, something like that where they're getting discouraged um, and they're, you know, feeling yeah. like they're going to be derailed. Like, Oh, just give it all up. You know, what would you say to keep, someone?
2: Keep going and keep an open mind. Um, maybe take on an opportunity that doesn't seem like a good fit because it, it might end up being just exactly what you were meant for, but keep going because it's part of the journey. It's not going to lead you to a dead end. God doesn't do dead ends. You know, the only dead end there was, Was the grave and it turns out that was the ultimate freeway you know what i mean so keep going Mm -hmm. it's part of the journey i promise it's not a dead end
0: um let's talk about community a little bit um and i you know the body of christ we all have different gifts different roles different strengths and um would you mind sharing some of how you've seen that Uh, in your life and the necessity of the body of Christ and community in your life? Oh, yeah, definitely. We all need people that can support us in
2: prayer. Um, I have a really close core group of friends that um, they may not understand what I do. (laughs) The other day I was talking to one of them and she's like, now, where have you, I don't even know where the heck you've been over the last couple of months, you know, because I've been traveling a lot for different events and things. Um, But the support is 100%. And they selflessly just want to see me do whatever God wants me to do. And we all need people like that. Like we're so different. We're not very alike at all. But we, what we have in common is that we want to see God's best in each other's lives. My parents are also super key. They've been my biggest supporters and I know they don't understand what I do. <laughs> They're like, you, do, you write what? <laughs> you know, And so what does ghostwriting mean though? So, she, do you write horror? No, they don't ask me that. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is so important to be able to recognize that everyone has unique gifts and talents. It doesn't have to look like mine. It doesn't have to be the way I would do it, and that's okay because God wants us that way. He wants us to be different. Part of it so that the needs of the world can be met. Part of it to rub those rough edges off of ourselves. You know, so I also have a really close group of like, people who do the same things as I do, like an inner circle type group. And that's also a place of a huge level of support. Because having people who understand what it's like to work on deadlines and to travel for conferences and to you know, be the only one really in control of how much you make and how many hours you work and things like that is, is really good too. So shout out to those girls because couldn't do it without them either.
0: Yeah. I like um, that you emphasize both because it's like, yes, it's needed to have people who are in kind of similar circumstances as you, whether that's, phase of life or similar interests or, you know, for you business. Um, but it's also good to have people who are, you know, not at all, you know, they're, they're interested in you and they love you and support you. Um, but they aren't doing the same things Mm -hmm. as you and, um, just how all of that works together to build each other up and encourage each other.
2: Yeah, and also, you know, people outside of what you do day in and day out of your business help balance you. They help remind you that, hey, you have hobbies that you did one time, <laughs> or you have interests outside of work, uh, which is something I really need because I love what I do and I'll easily spend too much time on it. So it helps to have people outside of that I'm like, hey, remember when you used to have a garden? Maybe you should try that again because being outside is good for your pasty, pale whiteness, <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, well, and especially since you're involved in something that you could spend all your time doing it, you know, you're not yeah. leaving it at the office, so it's not okay, this right. is this is the set time for this and then this is my time. Um it all kind of weaves together and probably with homeschooling too as well. Um, you know, all the areas of your life are kind of intertwined, so they are. There is not a separation, really. Mm-hmm. Um I have to
2: create the separation and that's something I'm working on this year really hard um you know 2017 was kind of the year of the breakdown of the business that i had and 2018 was the year of the breakthrough where i discovered you know what my path forward for business was and, but i'm determined that 2019 will be the year of balance where i begin to get things balanced again as far as my time and my energy spent and what i'm spending those on
0: So you started your whole journey with entrepreneurship in college. Mm -hmm. Um, and I I mean, I just know so many people who feel like they want to do more, or they maybe, you know, they might have an idea of what that looks like, or they might have no idea of what that looks like, but they're, they're in a phase where they're like, okay, you know, what I'm doing is good. And this is what the Lord has me to do. But I I feel like I should be doing more. Um, What would you say to someone who's, who's in that phase?
2: I would say you need to surround yourself with people who are maybe doing the things that you think you might be interested in. So join some Facebook groups of entrepreneurs. If you're interested in social media, find some groups that has a lot of social media managers and just start to interact with people that are doing the things that you think you might be interested in. Because that's where you really get an inside look at what it's really like, you know, on the challenges and unique situations that they face. Um, you can get an idea of whether or not your skill set has holes that you might need to fill with some trainings, or if it's a super good fit and it really, you know, charges you up. You you will know that. Um, yeah. So I think find people who are doing different things and just get around them and learn from them. I learn the most when I'm working under people who are a couple steps ahead of where I am. And that's, that's been maybe one of the single most effective things that I've ever done for my business is join a mastermind, work for a couple agencies to see an inside view of how that looks. Um, and don't be afraid to invest in different ways. It doesn't have to have to cost a lot of money, but it does take a little bit of time and being willing to open yourself up to inviting new people into your life so that you can learn and hear from them.
0: What would you say to someone who's, okay, they're listening to our conversation, but they're like, that's, that's not me. I'm not there. Should I be there? You know, and they start comparing where they're at with what someone else is doing. How would you encourage them? Our only
2: competition, the only thing we need to compare ourselves against would be our own development and growth you are exactly who you were meant to be. And there's no one else who can do what you do the way you do it. So it doesn't make sense to compare yourself to someone else because they're not you. So, I mean, that's such a, it's such a trap. It will suck the life right out of you. Um, So if you're going to compare, compare yourself to where you were. Have I grown? Have I gained skills? Have I, come out of my shell or have I, you know, have I seen growth in myself? Have I made progress? That's, that's what's important. And I think knowing that God is about growth, he's about helping us become more like him. So he's not gonna, he's not gonna let you down when it comes to that.
0: What's something that the Lord has been teaching you recently, you know, past few weeks, Um, I mean, it could apply to your business or it could be something else. What's something you feel like he's been teaching you?
2: Um, I think he just continues to say since the new year for me, he's just been continuing to say, I'm not done yet. Like my business got to a level by the end of last year that I never would have imagined. Um, and it has done nothing but ramp up since then. And it's scary and it's exciting. Um, And I'm just trying to follow it. You know, I'm just trying to follow where it leads. And I feel like he's saying, I'm just getting started, which is kind of terrifying. But at the same time, he's taking me through a few years where he's shown how very 100% trustworthy he is. So I'm okay with that.
0: I love seeing, uh, you know, sometimes it's easy to compartmentalize but I love hearing you talk about, you know, needing to trust the Lord and lean on Him, con- you know, directly tied to your business. It's mm-hmm. not just this is, okay, this is, you know, this is the time that I trust on Him. And then when I'm working on my business, I, you know, that's what I do my own thing. But I love seeing, no, it's your whole life is tied to the Lord. So thanks for sharing that.
2: You're welcome.
0: Um, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm a total mess other
2: outside of that. So <laughs> pretty much just a really good idea for me to stick that close because I know that I don't have anything without him. Like I would still be doing the same things over and over again because I'm that way. I'm easily contented, which quickly turns into complacency. Mm-hmm. So without without his push I would still be working part-time doing things that are okay, but not the things that I love and enjoy and can help so many more people with like I do now. Mm-hmm.
0: But that's, isn't that, <laughs> that's so like the Lord, like, it is. Hey, follow me and mm-hmm. you may not go where you, you think you're going to go or where you would go on your own. You definitely won't. You definitely right. won't go. Exactly. Right. So. Cause we don't know. We can't imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, What's something that you think the Lord has put on your heart to share with others or to encourage others with?
2: I think that it's so important to just remember that you don't have to make your path like somebody else's. No one who's ever grown a business or done something unique and unusual has done it by copying exactly someone else Um, and putting other people up there. It's good to have mentors and it's good to have people that you can learn from, but don't tie that so closely to your own identity that you can't see the unique and unusual things that God might have for you.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing. I've loved this conversation. Um, Where can people go to find out more about you or what you're doing right now? sure
2: yeah you can find me on my website my business name is hub creative media and it's hubcreativemedia.com
0: all right and i will put that link below this uh interview video as well thank you so much I'm good. yeah this conversation thanks for having me
1: As you were listening to this podcast you felt like the Lord brought something to mind that he wants you to do if that sounds like you then I have something for you we have a monthly paid community specifically for women who feel called to more my goal is to encourage you to strengthen you to build you up as you seek to obey whatever the Lord is calling you to do whether that is to write a book to start a business or go in a new direction with your current business, to start a podcast or a YouTube channel, or to help a specific group of people that the Lord has put on your heart. Or maybe you feel called to more, but you're not quite sure what that would look like yet. Whatever He is calling you to do, I want to walk with you through that process. As you seek to do it not just for Him in your own strength and wisdom, but to do it with him, following his lead and relying on him every step of the way. For more details, go to createdforstrength.com community. And right now, you'll also get a Created for Strength t-shirt with your first month's membership. Woohoo! A t-shirt! Now, I know that if the Lord is calling you to more then this group will be helpful to you in knowing how to walk this thing out with him and in his strength. So go to createdforstrength.com community to get the t-shirt and to check out the community.